Welcome to the Nursing and Midwifery Emporium podcast, a podcast about this nursing life. I'm Nicole Nash-Arnold from Nurse Manager HQ. And I'm Sue Walker from the Nursing CPD Institute. And together each week, we seek out interesting people to discover what a red-hot nursing life looks like. Today, I welcome to the This Nursing Life microphone, Louise Weber from Wound Therapies. Welcome to the microphone, Louise. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here and thank you for having me. Now, Louise, you are a nurse practitioner, creator and owner of Skin Integrity and Wound Management. What led you to specialise in wound management? Well, ever since I've been nursing, which feels like 100 years ago, Wound wound management has always been there for me and I I started my working life obviously in the UK and my second job was on a trauma orthopedic ward and we had wounds everywhere. It was fantastic. We had grafts, skin grafts, muscle flat, traumatic wounds, post-op surgery and that really kind of caught my interest at that point in time and ever since that time and I moved over to Australia and I've worked in a variety of roles. Wound care has always been there. It's a CNC and rehab, in orthopedic, everything I've done. I also work a lot of work with amputees. So it's just part of my life. I love the fact that only a nurse could say, and there were wounds and wound flaps, and it was just wonderful. Yes. So, Louise, what is the role of a nurse practitioner in wound management? It's an interesting question because I, I kind of see it as a, a two-part thing. Being a nurse practitioner and being a wound specialist, and I get to marry the two, Um, you know, and I know that you've had podcasts with previous nurse practitioners, and, you know, I see myself in a very privileged role as a nurse practitioner. I can bring a whole episode of care for that person that I'm I'm looking after with a wound, Um, and I can, as as a nurse practitioner, I look beyond just the wound but in addition to that you know I can also bring a specialist field which obviously is skin integrity and wound management so the beauty of being a nurse practitioner as I said is in providing that whole episode of care we can order test we can diagnose we can implement a plan of care and we have the benefits of doing that on a Medicare reimbursement system but you know I think people often forget wound care is a specialized field Yes, it's part of every nurse's day. It is what we do. We learn it, you know, through university, through to when we're practicing independently. But a lot of the people we meet now, the patients we meet, are complex. They have complex comorbidities. And 10, 15 years ago, they may not have been alive. And now they're living with chronic wounds. And it's not just about wounds. It's, it's about the whole patient. And there is a, you know, a cliche which we often hear. It's not about the hole in the patient. It's the whole patient, and it truly is. And as a nurse practitioner, that's what I bring. I, I, I can walk into a facility, and nurses get very excited. I don't know, I don't know why they want to be excited to see me, but they can't wait to show me the wound, and they just want to show me the wound with pride about what they've been doing, and it, it's been there for three months. I don't want to see the wound first up. I want to know about the patient. I want to talk to the patient. I want to know about their backgrounds. I want to know more. It's the other things that they're not seeing that are the wounds. So that's what I bring as a specialist. Now, Louise, you have your own business, 
wound therapies. What led you to the decision to start this consultancy? I've been working in wound care, you know, as we've ascertained, a very long time. And about eight years ago, we moved from Sydney, where I was a CNC in a very busy public hospital in vascular plastics and wound care. And we moved to Queensland and I couldn't get a job. I couldn't even get shortlisted on the casual pool. Nobody wanted me. And then I managed to land a role in Brisbane in a clinic. So I was commuting from the Sunshine Coast to Brisbane a few times a week. And I went, I can do this better. I need to do this on my own because there's a lack of expertise out there in the community or in aged care. I can do this better and I can do it independently. And the way to do it is to become a nurse practitioner. So that's when I started studying my master's to do that with an absolute goal to work independently and start my own business. Now, Louise, would you encourage other nurses to go out on their own in business based on your experience? <laughs> yes, but it's not for the faint-hearted. <laughs> I, <laughs> it's not. You know, you have to be really comfortable in what you're doing. You, you, you've got to be able to work independently and it, and it can be lonely. You, you probably know that yourself. You're taking a risk. And if you're working in a job, for example, in public health and you have your salary packaging and your super round and everything's paid for you, it may be a very big risk to take. I just saw it as I had nothing to lose. I remember my husband saying to me, you can't do it, we can't afford it. And I'm saying, yeah, I can. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And in all honesty, we were from day one. You've got to know what you want. You've got to find that niche and you've got to know that there's a place for it because otherwise you won't survive. And you've got to be prepared to network and work hard at it. Now, Louise, based on your experience in starting your own business, what tips would you suggest to nurses who who might be contemplating this massive Mm -hmm. jump off a cliff? First and foremost, Find your passion. Find what is it that you love. Was it what is it that you want to do? Because if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to succeed at it. And you know, and as I said, person is there a need? But one of the things I find with wound care is really think about this: Are you experienced? Are you qualified? Are you credentialed? There are a gazillion wound care experts out there. Because Dr. Google knows everything, but make sure that what you're doing is right and that you're going to be safe in your practice and safe for your patients. Don't do this if you're not ready. Don't do this if you're not credentialed to do it well. Great advice. Louise, I know you're extremely busy in your practice. What areas of skin integrity and wound management are you consulted about? (laughs) Might be easier to ask me what I don't do. First and foremost, it's predominantly what we call chronic wounds. So wounds that have been, we call a chronic wound, perhaps present for more than four weeks. So, And often I'll find it's those wounds that people just can't get to heal. They've tried everything, and it may be something that's been present for two weeks, and the longest I've seen is someone who's had a wound for seven years. And look, and I work across a broad range of facilities and environments so often that's one of them the other thing i often get asked is to go and give education which i love to do because apparently i have a head full of knowledge that i want to share so education is a big part of my role i also get asked for general consultancy can you come and review our product 
can you look at our processes? Um, I'll just, I work with the commercial sector and doing presentations. But I also do a bit of research. I'm currently working on some research projects with some of the universities, which is great because I get to use my brain in a different way. And I get to bring my expertise in a different way. And it also keeps me current. It challenges me. So it's a real broad spectrum. Louise, do you have private clients as well as organisations? I do. Private clients I generally work with are in a clinic setting. So, for example, I recently started a clinic with radiation therapy clinic, quite unique, on the Sunshine Coast. So people come into the clinic. I don't specifically go to individuals' homes. As a practitioner, it's not particularly viable for me. So I do private work in that clinic setting. So do the clients pay you fee-for-service or the clinic pays you to provide the clinic? So, <laughs> so that's, that's, Yeah, that's what interests me. So why do you think a client would be willing to pay a nurse a fee to do a wound dressing when there are so many other plate, you know, like doctors, surgeries and all that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm, tell me, mm-hmm. tell me why they would do that. Yeah, look, it's really interesting. And I do a whole mix of different ways. And for me, my business model is quite fluid in that sense. But people will pay for a private service because they want an outcome. And often the misconception is I'll go to the GP or, for example, aged care facilities will use the hospital you know, the public health outreach. And they do that with this idea that it's free. I mean, in reality, it's not free. Medicare are paying for it, and we're all paying for Medicare. It's free. And they'll do that for a few months, and then they still don't get results. So often people are driven to that point where, hey, we want this to work. We'll pay for it. We don't care what we pay. So they're paying for specialist expertise to get yes. the outcome that they desire. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the sad part of that is that often it's the amount of money that's being wasted on the free service, whether this is a weekly visit to the GP or keep calling in, you know, the outreach service and putting the same things on them week in, week out, not getting better. It's actually a false economy for Yeah. So, Louise, based on your experience in wound management extensively and working with organisations and various nurses within those organisations, what are the main issues you see in wound management practice that could be quickly addressed? The skill in wound care, and I say this every day of my working life, the skill is knowing what you don't know. So, I... For me, the biggest barrier often to wound care is people because everybody's an expert and people don't know what they don't know. It's a case of, I don't know, this is not working, let's refer. Instead of trying to fix it, trying to fix it, putting something new on it, trying a different dressing, that's not working, oh, I'll call this person in to do it and I'll call someone else if that doesn't work. Instead of just going, you know what, it's not working, who's our expert? Yeah, because, yes, I remember it, it's not working and someone would say, oh, let's pick, put the pink one on. That's right. Yes, let's put the pink one on. Or, or let, let's call, you know, let's call so-and-so. She used to work in, in the hospital 6,000 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and, that's, and, and that's where the specialist role can save money but certainly can save time for staff. And the main point is it makes it better for the patient. Yeah, but... Similarly as well, you have families and carers that, you know, will Google something and they'll Google it and they'll go, I want this dressing. Uh-huh. And, what, and what they're not realising is, you know, um, is that Google doesn't join the dots. 
So, yeah, that dress is available, but that dress is not going to suit your relative because of A, B, or C. And so, you know, you're always, I feel like you're constantly coming up again, resistance to best practice or, I, you know, or suggestions because people go, well, no, I want this because this worked for someone. And, and that's, a, that's the thing that nurses often do. Oh, I use that dressing on Mrs. X, so I'm going to put it on this person. Well, these people are completely different. We don't use the same moisturizer, all of us. We don't all use the same soap. We use what suits our skin. Wounds aren't any different. That product might work for you, but it might not work for you, even without the potential contraindications of a product. It's a very interesting, isn't it? It's complex. It is complex. It's not a case anymore. You have a wound. We can just fix this. 90% of wounds will heal. Right resting, right wound, right time, will heal beautifully. You'll get a good outcome. But there's always that expectation with nurses. We want to do good by everybody. I can heal this and I can heal this. Well, no, you don't heal everything. And sometimes a good outcome is that person's gone from dressings being done twice a day to twice a week. And I just go, well, that's the win. Or a patient will say to me, oh, I say, how's your pain? I haven't got any anymore with a simple change in dressing. That's an outcome. That's a win. That's what you bring as a specialist. That's what people are paying for when they're getting expertise. Exactly right. So they're not part of the trial. They've been yeah. assessed and the issues have been identified and basically you're going through the process of remediating those and ticking the boxes, pain gone. Dressing yeah. twice a week, but patient happiness, uh, all those things. Uh, yeah, and uh, just make a huge difference in people's lives. Yeah, and the beautiful thing about that I love about independence, being independent, is that I'm not tied to these products, you know, and often you have, we have to use these products or we have to use these. No, you don't. No, you don't, because what we want is the best outcome. And I go, well, I no, that's not appropriate. These are my recommendations. You give people that choice to do that, and it's, and I, I step away from that. I don't endorse any one particular product. Yes, you have your favorites. We all have our go-to favorites that we know will work with most people, but it's an open mind. It's not endorsing things. It's about being totally independent and you know, your own thing or purpose that you, you intend it to be. Now, Louise, we ask this question of everyone we talk to. What is it that you wish all nurses knew so that they can live their best nursing life? Wow. Um, you've got to be true to yourself. Nursing's a hard, hard profession. It's physically challenging. It's emotionally challenging. It's intellectually challenging. You've got to do what you love. You've got to enjoy it. And you've got to think outside the box. You know, sometimes you've got to reinvent the wheel. Sometimes, not always, just sometimes. So do what you enjoy and stick with it. I think that's fabulous advice. Now, Louise, thank you for being our guest at the Nursing and Midwifery Emporium podcast today and sharing with us your nursing journey and your thoughts about private practice and wound management. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. I'm looking forward to working more with the CPD Institute and, you know, growing the passion of wound care. Oh, the passion of wound care. Who would have thought? <laughs> you are passionate and that's what I find fabulous. Today we've been talking with Louise Weber. Louise is a nurse practitioner of skin integrity and wound management and she is the director of her own consultancy called Wound Therapies. 
If you would like to get in contact with Louise, her details are on the Nursing and Midwifery Emporium website. Thanks again, Louise. Thank you. It's been my pleasure. Hello, Nicole. So how are you? I'm exceptionally well today. Thank you. Now, Nicole, what do you think of Wound Care now? Um, she was amazing. Wound Care is a source of complete and utter bamboozlement for me. I can, could never really get my head around it. So to listen to someone who's clearly incredibly expert, which I arrived to review the patient, I don't even want to see the wound, I want to hear the story first, and that gives her much, if not a great deal of all the information that she knows. So you know an expert when they say that, don't you? Oh, certainly. And Louise... Uh, Weber from Wound Therapies is the penultimate professional and wound expert. It's basic, based on what her nurse practitioner master's was all about. And she actually loves, loves wound management. That's amazing, isn't it? I know. Thank God there are those people out there. I know. I was thinking when she was talking about how the, which I loved her analogy when you said, why do you think wound care is so, you know, it's a bit all over the shop really, isn't it, in the big wide world out there. And um, she said, well, everyone's got, I can't remember what referred recipe, but effectively everyone's got their own scone recipe and this isn't dissimilar. Everyone's sort of got their own recipe for success, yet it doesn't always pan out like that. And sometimes you probably get rock cakes more than scones, but it is such a barrier isn't it like everyone's got their own like I use use this dressing and that dressing yeah or I've heard the pink one's really good let's use that one yes and that's what I love about Louise too she's not product centric like she will never flog a trade product she'll give you examples of what some of the trade names out there are but her mantra is if you understand the science that sits behind the groups of wound care products, then you don't need, you know how people say, we've got nothing. Mm. We've got no wound care products at all. And mm. you open up the cupboard and there's just stuff falling out everywhere. It's just they may not have the latest yellow thing, you know, that that is the flavour of the month. But if you understand the science, as, as Louise rightfully says, then you can, you know, work on anything. Well, as she was talking about that, I was thinking, that point with wink. But then I thought about how when I think back to my theatre days, I could walk into what is a very large room with wall-to-wall sutures, like there is a gazillion different types. And when you're a junior theatre nurse, you walk in and you just, it bamboozles you. But now, because I understand the principles of, okay, what kind of wound am I, um, are we sewing up here, right? You sort of start thinking through the principles of whether you needed a braided or a monofilament suture or a cutting needle. And you just sort of work through it and you can pick the perfect needle and suture for exactly what you're doing. And so, of course, wound care is exactly the same thing. It actually doesn't matter about the brands of the suture. It's about the principles that you're applying. And I get sutures, but I don't get wound care, but she does. And that level of expertise and the principles are something to behold. And she loves to educate. And the other thing I love about Louise too, like she's not sanctimonious in the process. Mm. She's not there to judge. She's not there to conjole. She's simply there to say, let me show you how the puzzle fits together. Because once you realise what the pieces are, then you can do this. Yeah, she's got a real passion for it, isn't she? Oh, she has. 
And I love also the fact that because she is a nurse practitioner, and, you know, when I asked her the question about why does she like doing what she does, it's because she can totally assist that client. And she gets a lot of clients who have had chronic wounds, you know, wounds sitting there for longer than four weeks and everyone's had a plate. Someone's put the pink one on, then someone's pulled the pink one off and put the yellow one on and then the green one comes out to get a run and, you know, everyone's having a go. Well, you know what it's like with wound care. You used to, you know, create a wound care plan, you undertake an assessment, create a plan, choose a product, put it on, go on days off and you come back and it's all changed. That's because Mary Lou didn't like what you did. Mm. And she loves the fact that she can undertake her assessment with her client to work out what their goals are, what they want to happen, how they live their life, because that also impacts on product selection and then works through with them. So I think that's a fabulous, fabulous thing to be able to do. I loved how she talked about the complexity. She loves the complexity of the patient and the holistic care that she can give in her role as a nurse practitioner, which in other disciplines can be a bit elusive to be able to apply those principles of holistic care. And I actually haven't really heard the reference to that principle in a while. I mean, I, it was a very significant theme when I was at uni doing nursing and it's sort of not been lost, but it's not something that's part of our everyday vernacular, I don't think. So I was like, oh... You forget that about nurse practitioners and nurses in general and midwives is that, you know, what our role is, yes, I'm here for your wound, but there's everything that's going on with you right now in your world, socially, often financially, emotionally, psychosomatically, you know, psychosocially, what's happening and how's that impacting this wound. And it's quite lovely in that role in that she can bring a whole episode of care to a person. It was her language about that very privileged role that she holds that she clearly loves. Yeah, clearly loves. And the other thing going for her ability to be able to do that is most people, you know, medical officers included, are willing to have a play with most things. But once a wound becomes chronic, everyone just throws their hands up in the air and goes, well, if someone's got to do something about this, what are we going to do about this? Mm. And that's where when they finally call a specialist in, no one's going to second guess it. No, exactly. She has the ability to be able to create a treatment plan and get compliance, which is a a fabulous thing for wound management as well. When I was working in in a couple of places before, you know, the medical officers there were really amazing in that they would see what was a new but often a chronic wound and they would assess that the patient hadn't deteriorated more systemically. And once that had been ruled out, they'd throw their hands up and go, wounds aren't my bag either. Get that wound care nurse in because she's amazing, which I love about that wound care is the autonomy of that practice is very appealing. And rightfully so, because she's taken the time to gain that level of expertise, that expertise is now acknowledged. Mm. And that's professionally, that's got to be a wonderful feeling. And professionally, to be able to go out and hang your shingle up, as she says, with that expert knowledge base, be recognised for it, to be able to make a difference in people's lives is very rewarding. I loved her story about how she came to start her business and her husband saying, oh, we can't afford that. And her whole notion of, no, it'll be right, I think. And her story about that is incredibly inspiring. And I love how she really diversified in her practice. Like she worked obviously quite hard to 
it's not necessarily a private practice in what you think, which is you've got rooms and you pop your shingle out and you make appointments and they come and they pay a fee and off they go. But she's diversified quite significantly and have got partnerships and there's, you know, education and there's a bit of consultancy and there's this whole load of things that she does that she found that seam of cash flow that she needed to find her way in the world. Agree. And certainly she is just starting to work now. And I don't know whether Louise mentioned it or not, but she's just starting to work with a radiation oncology group who are dealing with the use of radiation with skin cancers or non-malignant skin cancers. So she's certainly continuing to watch where the market's going and making sure that she's abreast of key issues as they arise within that wound management skin integrity framework. She does a lot of work with aged care facilities, private hospitals, extremely involved in education, does education for us at the Nursing CPD Institute in the webinar series. She lives and breathes wounds, and I think her passion is evident in all aspects of her business model. Yeah, it's a fascinating way and a real, um, if there were people that were thinking about becoming a nursepreneur, about how it's not just necessarily the first thing that you think in terms of revenue and how you're going to put money in the bank and food on the table. There's some really weird, obscure opportunities out there that you start at the beginning and you eat the elephant one bite at a time. And she was sort of, her premise was, I can do this and back yourself. But the downside is you have to accept that it's not a fortnightly paycheck that comes with sick leave and annual leave. Like it's a, that, it's a weirder world in that way. And the benefits of being able to do what you want to do when you want to do it is something that those of us who don't work for a wage absolutely love. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. It? No. But no, Louise embodied for me the wound care, nurse practitioner, specialist role, own business model, own clinical practice, and I think she has cracked it. Oh, love this story. <laughs> me too. Lovely talking with you, Nick. See you next time. See you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on the Nursing and Midwifery Emporium. Make sure you visit us at the website www.nmemporium.com to subscribe to the podcast. And if you'd like to put someone forward for us to interview, go to the same website and just click on the button. See you guys. Take care. Bye.